Hello guys, welcome to Mind Podcast 46.0, your uh, weekly source for news, views and analysis. This is Adit Kapadia uh, coming to you on a nice sunny day in uh, December here from Houston. With me uh, uh, is Sunandava Shisht and Pramod Kumar Buravalli. How are you guys doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. None of you guys made it to Bangkok, so I guess you are here and weren't invited to the uh, closed door uh, media briefing. Pramod has sources, um, I'm uh, told, uh, everywhere. In, in Pakistan what? or India? In, in in Pakistan and he never knew anything about it. <laughs> Nobody in Pakistan told you? Mm, not at this point in time because the Thai authorities... No, he uh, called the wrong Sharif. That's what happened. <laughs> no, Thai, Thai authorities <laughs> felt that two Indians were going for a massage. <laughs> so it was uh, deemed unnecessary to come. No, he said a massage. So you contacted the wrong Sharif. No, the, problem is, the problem is you can only have very serious and uh, you know um, guys like Mr. Doval go to Bangkok. Otherwise all these people get distracted. This was very interesting. I I, I, I remember me, uh, Sunanda, me and you were talking about it that Partha said on this show or so ki maybe Pakistanis thought and I, I, mean, I probably was joking or so that Sartaj might not be adequate to handle Doval when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this guy maybe that's why they weren't too keen as well yeah. to talk but to what a coup on. guys what a coup I, I woke up and I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised um, for the simple reason that uh, they were able to keep two parties out of it and it is a little out of the box thinking what I would say uh, a they were able to keep our ever hyperventilating media out yeah. I know for sure that peace between India and Pakistan is not going to happen anytime soon nobody has these um, you know uh, uh, those kind of garden nobody is going to lead us the garden path we know the real story peace is going to take a while but in the meantime we do have to keep talking but even a little bit of um, success that we have is undone by media <clears throat> on both sides more by Indian side so it is very important that this is done away from media glare so on that account I give them 100% A plus grade that they were able to keep media so out. I would like like to for us to go back to the podcasts we did on the NSA talks and UFA yeah like after UFA this this was going to happen and one I think I remember I saying that what are they going to talk about if terrorism and then that are not on the table then it's pointless having these talks and from what I guess from the statement I think they were on the table right they did talk uh, about the, it. from the terse um, statement that was given it did say that terrorism was spoken JNK was spoken about mm -hmm. LOC was talked about so a few things here and there so this meeting was uh, we don't know much details but it seemed it was terabi merabi beach mein let's come but because uh, this is a find thing. a middle path it, which it, is how it has yeah been. it is we were talking about in the praise of prime ministerial engagement when we said the DGMO yeah. talks may or may should continue probably back back channel but as long as these points are not discussed I think it's pointless having talks I mean you know if you are just doing it for the sake of it and just doing it for the camera yeah. kya before Pramoji comes in I do want to say that apart from NSA's foreign secretaries also met Interesting. that is very interesting I have a very grim report and uh, the ratcheting up of certain activities from elements within uh, Pakistan and uh, elements that are inimical to India will increase in the next two years substantially. Okay. And uh, because there will, 
is a, there is an upcoming elections in the next one year the united states will be busy too busy to <coughs> open up another front in pakistan they are already running out of ammunition against the isis so they are really not in a hmm. position to talk to pakistan and pakistan sees this as a front that has opened up time a, a sphere of time uh, that uh, basically there will not be any pull back from uh, their paymasters anywhere else in the world saudi arabia is busy china is uh, swamped with their own economic mm. crises mm. so uh, the upping of the ante in jammu kashmir the sneaking of uh, terrorists into uh, new delhi uh, is only the beginning of uh, more and more bad news that will come in um this was a stark um kind of a, i would not say warning but a sort of a uh, eyeball to eyeball type of gaze uh, you know that uh, what was eyeball to eyeball gaze rsa meeting they possibly wanted to call this and say that look we have certain indications that some of the elements have become uh, much more active than usual hmm. uh, you seen that in san bernardino where we'll probably be talking about that as yeah. well No, but I think that, that was Modi government's one of the out of the box idea was to have NSA's meet because if we are going to talk about cross border terrorism and security, on, then NSA's have to meet, not just the politicians. There are ongoing ideas which mm. have a larger context mm-hmm. in terms of uh, rapprochement, in terms of so many different mm. uh, country to country level talks. There are sudden meetings. Mm. There are court meetings. There are meetings that are on specific issues. i am of the certainty that there were some specific things discussed you know mm. even on the sidelines of the paris summit uh, mm. sharif and uh, narendra modi talking in an animated fashion was not about dhokla it was basically <laughs> about something specific yeah. that india had come up with and uh, they have realized that nawaz sharif for whatever his follies are still seeks a lot more common uh, ground to uh, what we you know this uh, um you know um kya kehte hain usko the peace mongers in india also the aman ki aasha type crowd I... and uh, the 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 upping of the anti is by the elements that really want to distract attention from pakistan's uh, inner crisis and try to unify them against an anti india yeah. plan so i have what, a uh, i just want to say this because i'm going to forget this i have a very interesting theory and this is just in my head i have a feeling that ghq is on this nsa but, thing because remember the new nsa was no but that's what i was saying right that you called the wrong sharif that that i that, and again coming back to the sartaj point that you know sartaj is is a confidant of nawaz sharif and then you have him replaced uh, by this nsa I mean, was perceived to be closer to rahim I, sharif no but regardless of whether ghq is on this or not that's not the point the point is that no that is the point because those are the real people who drive no, the no, no. india policy okay yeah sure but what i'm saying is what is going to come come out of these right first of all we all agree that rather than having bilateral this is probably a better way of engaging if the dgmos and the nsas meet yeah. compared to having with the prime ministers meet without any agenda yeah. whatsoever just for the photo ops but even if the nsas meet if what pramod is saying just eyeball to eyeball gazing and almost saying like you know you were warned this is what mm. we have intercepted and stuff and you're not making any substantial gains or you're not getting any substantial engagement then 
what is the what what are we going to get out of this is it just for optics no, this no is i don't for think a good so. massage you think so i, I don't, don't think, think so. it's for optics because if it was for optics then they have already moved beyond the optics and that's why they are not but having my they are not having all this media circus anywhere well of course well no but then bottom line is then you still out make out a statement right it's not complete statement to dena hi padta hai we are not no so it was not a back channel talk or something no no it wasn't a back channel talk and that is why precisely a statement has to be made after the Event. no 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 but what is the statement about that is also key na yeah. is it is it just going to be that's what i'm coming to a statement to dena hi padta of course but is 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 it going to be a statement where they say that they laid, laid out certain no what the statement there? i read the statement i think the statement as i said it was like it was a common middle ground between the two uh, pakistan wants to talk jnk so india said okay fine we will put jnk in that we'll probably talk uh, terror terror in jnk by the way jnk is reeling under a lot of attacks right now kupwara is uh, ah, i know um, very active right now so um so india must have said fine we'll put jnk in there but then let's get huriyat out of exactly, it exactly i was about then to say if huriyat is out of it then the middle ground is let's meet out of india because then pakistan also gets a face saver if they are in in you know uh, this is just thing. to keep half of the foreign office busy nobody cares <laughs> your... <laughs> now nobody cares about what these people talk nothing's going to come out of it is your position that the world um uh, theater is getting so grim yeah. and so this thing that yeah, india and is, pakistan is, are very small very players bad. in it you have seen you have seen attacks uh, that have never been anticipated like the one that happened in california yeah. by freelancers who are now owing allegiance whether yeah, it, it is, is but is your point that india and pakistan are such small players no 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 i are not in most point because my position is kind of in between and correct me if you're wrong what pramod is saying is there are so many other demons that we have fear to deal with that if you think that these stocks are going to keep these demons under wraps that's not going to happen or these, is it because they are beyond pakistan as well probably that's what yeah. yeah 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 but beyond what is the extent of the rot is what we don't know and this attacks in california almost pa- sends out a very scary message pakistan, we had direct uh, the, um, uh, you know pakistan, with pakistan pakistan yeah. is dealing with an existential crisis where its biggest benefactor saudi arabia is on the verge of bankruptcy in the next 3 years china is uh, mired with its own internal contradictions its economy is uh, you know it's uh, growing slower than it, its own uh, uh, expectations the other benefactor the united states has ceased to be a benefactor for the past 5 6 years <coughs> now the only way pakistan can get any relief is to get some sort of a victory in its negotiations with india which possibly means that pok remains with pakistan iok remains with india so you this are indifferent the, to the is, talks i am absolutely indifferent what that's i am happy with the talks I, that's, that's what i said no i'll, I'll use your stir, your your term that you said cautious optimism because i'm mm-hmm. I, i remain extremely skeptical as i said some of my p- points that pramod raised i i am I, i don't think it's in pakistan's control some of the things yeah. and sure you can say that there was no other option but i'm saying that if nothing is going to come out of it then you know why just do it why are you doing it for the optics so mm-hmm. um, i'm i'm still not convinced by what i see is what my position would okay. be but another interesting thing my that i want to my position is that these talks don't hurt anything they don't harm anything they don't make the situation any better i don't know it, it is good to you know, it sends out, no, it sends out this as... message of ambiguity no, 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 position no, no, no. hai kya ne unless the massage comes from a really very uh, you know ye bhai massage pe atke hue hai yaar message as it massage no bhai aap massage pe atke hue no main main isliye kehta hu kyunki They, they, these talks are just uh, for optics uh, and one one interesting point before we uh, end the first part is saudi arabia refused to cut the production of oil and uh, the oil prices crashed that is also going to be a big picture absolutely. of what happens so yeah we ended on a very interesting point 
about that. Uh, also, you know, um, I wanted to do a brief discussion about the San Bernardino uh, shooting. It's been almost a week and our thoughts and prayers lie with the victims of the, you know, family, the families of the victims and the victims, you know, of the, the crazy couple, I would say, who were doing this. Um, it was amazing. First, um, by the way, President Obama is going to come address the nation tonight about this attack uh, yeah. because first they were saying that it was one of the sh shootings that. But if you want to know here. what he is going to talk about, go back three months ago. He talked about the same thing I three know. months ago about the mass shooting. Um, United States of mass shootings. This is what it is. <laughs> but uh, um, is it safe to say that this was first ISIS attack on American soil? Yes, this mm -hmm. is the first after almost uh, several years. After the Boston, uh, you know, bombings, yeah, the Boston, uh, the yeah. marathon, marathon, and uh, the. But no one took. That was also a lone. I mean. That was also a lone wolf. This lone is also. Wolf. This is a lone. But those guys, lone... those guys did not. Here they have uh, that she had pledged her allegiance to ISIS. There is no. In Bo Boston, no such thing happened. They were no, no. Uh, acting on their own accord. No, but they had some training in Chechnya. Uh, ah. They had some connection there. But uh, these people have, uh, again, yet to be explored connections from Pakistan or wherever uh, they probably met and... Uh, Pakistan the, and Saudi Arabia, the, what we wonderful know as of now, allies of United States. What, uh, mm -hmm. what, what we know as of now is the FBI is treating this as an act of terrorism, yes. number one. Number two is that they were prepared for a much larger war. They just got tripped by some incident that happened at workplace and hence they That's extracted my, uh, Yes, because you too. had, uh, I read reports where they had many more rounds of bullets. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, bullets, yeah. I don't want to quote the exact number till they, we get the details. They were prepared for a short-scale war. And then, you know, bombs and whatnot. Not highly trained, but uh, they're uh, immature or... No, and the fact about what we read about them uh, dropping off their six-month-old uh, kid with the grandma and going and doing this, yeah. Very cold-blooded. Barbarism. Cold-blooded and uh, they are. They have a. They have a mission. No, the point is, how do you deal with this? Do you uh, do you you know conquer the elephant in the room, or will will the American media go into denial mode? You are asking a solution for World War Three. <laughs> I'm not asking a solution for anything. I'm I'm asking. Build, uh, build how a bunker. To... <laughs> no, I'm asking. And stock it with food. <laughs> Promote the hopeful, <laughs> but no. My, I, I don't see it going. No, no. You you're talking about a much larger picture. I'm talking about this week or something. Or how how is the media and uh, the national discourse in United States? Do you think going to be on this? Well, first of all, I've talk, I was just uh, in our break talking about this. This will basically mean that Trump will become the next president of the United States. <laughs> then followed by which uh, a year of hope will arise and then followed by World War III. I, I what else do you, you mean Trump? About? You mean Trump will be at the helm of affairs when World War III is happening? Absolutely. Trump Towers and will be built on every grave. And, 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 if, and, and if, if nothing happens to mind makers, we'll do Ask Pramod where he'll be the oracle and make some more predictions for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is After a scary time. No, I know, but I mean, this jokes apart. See, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not yet convinced that Trump will become the president or something. But the fact is, his popularity, there is a weird sustenance. It's not completely yeah. crashed. It's, and you can't deny that. And he it's been the, the perfect, longest time ever. He is the perfect anti-establishment guy who has been successful and people want to be successful and people don't want to be part of an, uh, the establishment. If yeah. they show you in comparison with a Hillary Clinton, somebody who has enjoyed power and who is basically going to do the same thing over yeah. and over again, the decision has already been I made. I think right. American people are done with 
those folks who are going into all this that terror has no religion or uh, there is nothing called um, extremist Islam or anything like that um, or people who are in denial about Islamist uh, ideology or what they seek to do there is more and more disillusionment with this disillusioned crowd that will not see the reality so when such a vacuum happens that there are people who are completely on the extreme fringe. left uh, fringe who will not even see the danger that strikes you that is looking at you in your eye that is when people like trump benefit but the problem is is this because of ignorance in the national discourse or is it because a lot of people are as i said refusing to look at the elephant in the room they're refusing to look at the elephant in the room so <clears throat> until this happens it's i mean the, the future is bleak any yeah. country that becomes uh, bigger in terms of uh, population <coughs> tends to behave in pockets of insensitivity insensitivity yes and the pockets of insensitivities happen because they live in their own small little world, their, their, own, their own economic compulsions to not have uh, that much of time or energy to concentrate on the elephant in the room. Uh, once this uh, phenomena becomes bigger and wider, uh, where these lone wolves or people who get uh, self-radicalized or who are maybe motiva motivated, they are frustrated and then they try to take out their frustration and uh, dedicate their lives. Anyway, they have given up on their lives. Yeah. It's like trying to make your suicide attractive after you're gone. But one thing, but that, another thing is that amend, Second Amendment in United States Constitution will have to be looked at in a renewed fashion. <coughs> Not just that, Sunanda. What is scary is that this ideology of ISIS and stuff, it's not even like they need to be gone to Iraq and have come back for this. No, they, it's a they, Exactly. And that is the scary prospect, I feel. Uh, the, the bigger picture amongst this is that you, in spite of having many clearances and God knows what, this still manages to seep through. And uh, I mean, you don't know, see, we were talking about two different things, right? One, you were talking about the Afghanistan deal where people were being paid to fight for the ISIS and stuff. And then there is this thing. Yeah. So... I mean, wow. it is it is um, a little, um, you know, I think this is beyond anybody's, uh, you know, anybody's analysis right now. We just have to wait and watch and see no, how coming on the heels of the Paris attacks. Yeah. You know what happened and stuff. So. And then there was London tube attack. Who London said, tube attack. Yes. He said that he was doing it for Syria. Yeah. So that's another. I was. Thing. I was. Those yesterday, I remember we were having. I was having coffee with some friends, and we were just talking about something and about this San Bernardino attacks and all. And I was checking my Twitter feed, and suddenly this thing comes on, and I was like, "What? This just happened?" And then the, somebody posted a video, like part of the video, and I don't know So our generation does not has not seen mass warfare. Um, our uh, two generations prior used yeah. to have uh, casualties every now and then of very mass scale because of uh, you know colo colonialists fighting amongst themselves or one uh, <laughs> invading army taking over a region and all that. Yeah. Uh, we've had a, pe a period of relative peace between 1945 and 19, uh, sorry, 2015. 2015. So that's about uh, 70 years of relative peace the world has seen. Which is uh, which far is longer than the, ever it has happened. But then again, it's relative. You are comparing it uh, to World War II. You also had the 9-11, then correct. you had the wars in Afghanistan. Correct, no, but Iraq not at the like massive that. scale that we are seeing right but now in Syria. Yeah. Syria, about uh, almost half a million people have been 
killed. You've, you've seen the interview with uh, Hardeep Singh Puri. Quarter million, I think. Uh, and now the numbers are still continuing to grow. That country no longer exists. It only exists in uh, a few pockets. Uh, so where there are uh, regions of the world that are not governed, there is mm. no government, it does not in, uh, adhere to any international norms, chaos will come out of it. The Syrian refugee crisis also has its own uh, side effects. We have lot people, lot of those people have gone into Europe. <coughs> those people may or may not be welcome. They have yeah. been taken in a, uh, in a desperate uh, attempt to mm. hold off. So I foresee that countries that are trying to go on economic path also have to uh, be careful on uh, so many different aspects, whether the economic growth is reaching uh, a wider section of the society. Uh, India, India in particular has uh, had the highest growth rate for the past 18 months. So, yeah. uh, for it to sustain uh, the so-called optics of NSA talks, mm. and uh, you know, might probably be necessary. So, but I no, but I, so what you are essentially saying is the battle has become ideological now, right? And it's not about religious ideology or anything. It's about whether you stand for you know peace or you stand for chaos. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, that that, that is. I, I don't see any other thing, right, Pramod? No, I, mean, I and I and and I don't know really what the solution to this is because whenever ideological battles of these, you know, the world has embarked upon. You saw it in 1939, mm -hmm. World War Two, and so forth. It the outcome has not been pleasant. I so had a very. I, I'm not going. I'm not even thinking that there is going to be pleasant outcome. But what is going to happen is that one ideology will be comprehensively beaten and defeated. That's what is going to happen. In our lifetimes. In our lifetimes. The ideology of chaos and stuff. The ideology of extremist Islamism. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to make bones about it. Of I'm course. going to say. Yeah, I was actually and, going to say uh, about your peace, the yes, global jihad network. Islamists will be defeated in this war and we will live to see it. And no, what I was saying was that you, when you said uh, about the Paris attacks and the other attacks in the world, that San Bernardino had not happened yet. Yeah. You were talking about a global jihad network then. Yes. Look what happened. I mean. I know. So, scary times, uh, we just ho again hope and pray, like pray for the victims, pray for their families. Uh, again, they went into a party unsuspecting of what would happen and then such a tragedy. I mean, it, it breaks the my heart human, to think about. Face of uh, in Paris, there were like 80 people in a theater who were not yeah. even like gone to see, a, you know, uh, gone, gone to for an entertainment night. And yeah. so look what happened. So anyways, uh, brings us to the end of an extended part one on a discussion of terrorism. We started with India-Pakistan-NSE talks and then talked about terrorism. Part two, it's going to be about intellectualism and so forth as what we said. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So today we are going to discuss about the eight threats a of what to freedom of expression as Ram Goha said it, <laughs> India was a 50-50 democracy and now it's a 40-60-40 democracy and uh, tomorrow it will be a 20-80-80-20 I don't know I don't know he is just uh, the, this he said on... something about this is the most anti-intellectual government let me say I'm no, no huge fan of Gajendra Chauhan and Pehlaj Nilani but uh, I mean I'm, I'm not a fan of them I mean I don't know are you guys a fan of <laughs> Gajendra Chauhan but to call the whole government is anti-intellectual no no I think the entire India has become anti-intellectual 
everybody has become anti-intellectual because um, this is so ridiculous i mean in 18 months we become intolerant in 18 months we become anti-intellectual in 18 months we have become um, philistines the is only it, yeah, is it now, does he have any official designation with that uk university I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. But uh, what I'm saying is Ram Guha should probably have gotten a little north of Bangalore and listened to the Dharwad MP Prahlad Joshi's intervention oh, in, the, in the Lok Sabha. Right? But then he would have gotten stuck in Bangalore's traffic <laughs> <laughs> that takes forever to clear. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing because seriously, this is this is so silly. The, the points he made in the Times Literature Festival. No, but Dharwad um, MP, he did not speak in um, Oxbridge English. So even if he was speaking the facts, if you don't speak in Oxford, Cambridge accent, they, those facts cannot be taken as facts. You have to be able to say it in clip accent like Shashi Thiruvur, or you have to say it as P. Chidambaram speaks English very nicely right. and... Um, you know, Shiv Ganga and everything else <laughs> just goes under the Ganga after that. You don't no, understand. That, that is nothing to do with did the, the that is nothing to do with did the English. Did Chidambaram win the election? Tell me. I'm putting you on spot. Tell me. Did Chidambaram win I don't Ganga comment election? on hypothetical and speculative matters. <laughs> I know. I don't comment on hypothetical and speculative matters. No, why is she going after Chidambaram family? I don't know. But she's not did, the only did, one. No, 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 no. That, that, exactly. Did you? Did you? Do you think he won the election? Um, his clipped accent won. I know Karthi lost. <laughs> but Sunanda will never say if Mr. Palani Panchidambaram won or not. According to J.J. Lalita, Dr. J.J. Lalita, he did not win. Oh. And Dr. J.J. Lalita, I hold in high esteem. High esteem? Yes, because... When she, even, uh, she even buys the... Uh, what She even goes to Amma Canteens. I Amma Canteen no, and Amma Canteen. No, all, all her followers have esteem cars. Esteem <laughs> cars. Amma <laughs> esteem. Because they hold her in great esteem. Great no, esteem. <laughs> but no, the, the the thing was... The thing with what Ram <coughs> said, it, it's almost like if you chronicle history from one point of view, uh, you are an intellectual. If you don't, you are an anti-intellectual. That's yeah. a term that I heard first yesterday anti-intellectual it seems like no and it's been going on for a long time no no no. Been, um, no no used in this context yeah. and um, bjp has always had this thing that um even when murli banwar joshi was um, hrd minister he was termed as philistine and now smriti irani is being termed as philistine so uh bjp has this um it's a it's a very unusual situation on a lighter vein i was maybe maybe ram goa has pissed off because uh, uh, the hrd minister did respond to our questions but she's not going to respond to him so <laughs> maybe we ask more pertinent questions than ram goa does ram maybe ram that's the case yeah. and ram goa has pissed off that how, how dare these people no, get the response it, 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 these, <laughs> so, these leftists who have had a absolute uh, visceral hatred against israel are uh, quoting pre-judaic tribes <laughs> You know, what do you think? You are Philistine. Or you are a Pahlaj Nihilani Gajendra Chauhan supporter. Because they have never been challenged, their narratives. And I partially agree with the all-round criticism that the right wing has not been able to build institutions that will be able to 
compete that, at least that the universities. That is true. That is true. But at the but, same but, time, but, there is no. I'll tell you what uh, intellectualism, according to Ram Guha, is. <laughs> intellectualism, according to Ram Guha, is every Monday morning when um, Pratap Bhanu Mehta's column is published in um, uh, Indian Express, whether you understand it or not, whether you have read it or not, you're supposed to tweet it. Hmm. And then you're supposed to say another excellent column by Pratap Bhanu Mehta on so and so. As a reflection of the society. As a reflection. Whether you've read it or not, you're supposed to do that. So that is one. If you do that, you're an intellectual. Another um, thing is you're supposed to go to all these lit fests. The thing is that we, we don't get invited to lit fest, so I don't know how to go there. But it doesn't matter. You how. have to create one. No, no, we have to create we one. We go to lit on fire fest. <laughs> lit on fire fest. <laughs> so if you are not invited to lit fest, then you are not an intellectual. Mm. If you are, if you are, don't consider uh, Nehru the be all and end all of. Um, our entire intellectual stream in India. If you are going to say that, you know, there were other tall leaders. Oh, Arun Nehru? <laughs> Arun Nehru. <laughs> Which yeah. Nehru are you talking about? Because. <laughs> If you are going to say that, uh, listen, uh, you know, Nehru was a wonderful uh, leader, we accept, but then we don't, we don't. Who accepts it? Generally, but uh, at generally? the other, at the no, other end, we also say that. This is know, the problem with Stefanians. They start with this caveat always. No, I want to say uh, no. that there were other people also who contributed enough to India's intellectual. Uh, of course, I'm not. They will not say. See, I'm not denying what Nehru all of did. them, all of them will say the discovery of India was the finest history ever written. Even they, they have not read it. Discovery of India is not even in. Um, uh, 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 even if there is no mention of India before pre harap uh, the uh, you know pre Indus Valley, even if the Aryan Dravidian theory is propounded over yeah. and over, over again, again. In discovery of India. still discovery of India. Is Are it discovery of India? It was propounded in the Lok Sabha three two weeks ago. By Mr. Mallikarjun Kharge, the leader of the Congress in Lok Sabha. You know, what the hell was that? So, discovery of, I don't know what they are discovering still. So, I mean, I, I, I see the problem is that we, oh, is Mr. Kharge an anti intellectual for saying what he Rakhpad, said in the Lok Sabha? Rakhpad, no. Huh. He belongs to Congress. No, he had the huh. biggest so, Aryan sitting right behind him. And, and, he's around him. and Rahul Gandhi claims to be a Brahmin from UP. So, who, what, he, what is he? He's a Brahmin from UP? I thought he was a Brahmin from Kashmir. That was three years ago while campaigning. Now, I don't know what he is. <laughs> but his, his great grand, great great grandfather was excommunicated by um, ah. Kashmiri Pandits. So if he does not, it's good for him that he does not say not that. Not just that. Now they have they have started this whole uh, philosophy that uh, the government basically is a Brahmanical government. I don't know what How? that. Uh, I don't know. Hmm? I have I no idea. Know. No, see, they probably must have uh, just you know. When the Brahmin no, no, no. of UP ruled India at that time, around in no, Nehru's no, time see, and in Indira Gandhi's time, Sananda, then it was not I, a Brahmin. I wrote this government. thing about six months ago about fear mongering from Modi to Vajpayee, where they use the same arguments for when, they use the Vajpayee, they're using for Modi. Yeah. The same same thing is, yeah, you know that it India is. It is, is it's, it's, it's really sad that these people are doing this, but they have nothing else to no, do. No, but because they're so, so stuck in this deconstructing everything on caste lines. Whatever happens in India, which leader is appointed, kya hota, why is this one appointed and stuff like that. That Kumari Shelja's episode is just a stark reminder that uh, they, they all uh, act according to a certain preconceived notion that ye agar hum points baat karenge, then the attention gets diverted to a certain possible uh, issues that exist in the society. 
that they have these winning formulas har ek baar but gaurav savant he tweeted a very ek bade mazedar baat kahi thi and i i forgot the exact tweet so i'm going just going to give the brief idea of that probably he said something but uh, is, i was thinking the same way it's not the intolerance that is rising it's the cabal of the people screaming intolerance that is rising yeah. the same people who, you know every and uh, did ram guha say some reference to bangladesh that india is a mirror image of bangladesh or something right i don't know but all of them do say that they're worried about that india will become hindu pakistan or something which is nonsense but agar banna hota to bahut pehle hi ban jata but banna hi nahi hai to then there is no no and my question uh, my, my my problem with all these intellectuals or so is that if they give any specific evidence of what what is going wrong see at in that in the speech that prahlad joshi gave he gave us fantastic uh, you know factual thing of what happened after kalburgi was shot yeah. and that that he actually supported he said yeah, yeah i had not known that kalburgi actually supported the candidature of bjp um uh, prahlad joshi prahlad joshi this is amazing and he says i was there and i have been telling them please today is the 93rd day please go and arrest some people please do something and the or CID maybe this was saying that we have may, no maybe this was ram guha's way of making up after he opposed the tipu sultan festival I mean, really he's like maine ye kar diya now to be now to sound neutral i will also do this yeah, yeah. yeah. you know uh, generally rationalists and communists and leftists are hounded from countries which are more theologically focused on uh, religion hmm. outside of india no yeah. but no, Pramod, not... i don't even think this is an ideological debate anymore it's become a political debate no, it, it, is it, a... it it is they are masquerading it is of course it stems from an ideological hatred or uh, no, it's a payrollological debate you know <laughs> it all depends on the payroll kahan se payroll aaya karta tha ab paisa nahi aa raha hai bicharo ka you know i went to it's india it's a payroll also. debate i like it's, become, it's a payroll debate it's, a, it's a, so i don't know about if ram goa how much is motivated by that i probably he is motivated har ek ko paisa chahiye bhai इनके घर के पास क्यों हो जाता है ये सब कैसे हार्पर कॉलेज एंड ऑल ऑफ दिस पब्लिशिंग हाउसेस कम टू देम जस्ट बिकॉज दे हैव एन आइडिया All of this really. comes, big, you know, because it's a network. It is a. We'll find out when Sunanda wants to write her book. Ye mm-hmm. bada it's a bada kabal. Ye bada kabal hai. That yeah. helps each other out. Yeah. Unke bachcho ke school admission se start yeah. hoke college admission tha. Agreed. Agreed. Jobs me ye chahenge to kahi pe job pe lagwa sakte hain. This it's whole system was a big kabal. Yeah. so that's the uh, <coughs> we basically end the ram goha debate on that note um, i don't know you know what's the uh, deal with them but we'll find out i guess soon enough um, but before we end uh, this is something from the three of us um, i would like to say we wanted to express our solidarity with the people of chennai who have probably been um, affected by one of the worst floods rainfalls the city has ever seen uh, and they have fought back remarkably i mean hats off to the bravery of the volunteers yeah. the celebrities who have been standing up yeah. you as of now it was raining this morning also but the flights have resumed and um, and, and you see the not. you see the pictures you know people are wading in the waters to rescue people they've I've been heard up many all real nights. stories um somebody i know her family somebody i know here her family um 
her sister had to be rescued from the roof of her house. Ch Chennai, Chennai is very famous for that community support, support that exists. You will see a lot of empathy. You will see a lot of sensitivity in traffic uh, related accidents mm -hmm. also. But has they always have come with a good culture. So much. I uh, mean, it has been. Uh, you see pictures sad. of uh, Ilya Raja did uh, all the things. You know, the actor Siddharth has been doing yeah. some great work. You had Twitter handles coming up. Twitter has stepped up with the hashtag. Time, you had yeah. RSS volunteers as well doing some phenomenal work. work. I mean, it is just unbelievable how... It's, it's a great disaster. I mean, it's just... And right now, I don't want to go into that debate. Uh, I, I personally that's found what, it demeaning as well that, you know, the national media did not cover it for the first day, two days. Yeah. But that's for another day. Yeah. Right now, this po portion is only to salute the people of Chennai. What, you know, our hearts are with them. We are a long distance away. Uh, I can't even fathom what they're going through right it's now. It's going to take a long time to inch back to normalcy, but uh, here is wishing them all our best and our prayers are with them. And we hope that um, this ancient land gets back to its gets back to its feet absolutely again. absolutely and you know just hope hope and pray for yeah. the best yeah. uh, but but uh, with with that you know we'll be we'll be covering more things so i'll be taking a, a, a small public service announcement i'll be taking a, a a break for about two to three weeks after which mind podcast goes on a, a week to two weeks break as well adit is taking a break mind podcast will be right back we'll be right week. back no that's what i was saying yeah. after which and i'll be seeing you guys i guess uh, on the other side of the new year in 2016 so from me hopefully you have all of our listeners have a very happy new year and Pramod and Sunanda will still be here to entertain you guys with their awesome voices she's been wanting to say that ever since I know. whenever I go on a trip but I'll still be writing tweeting and you know and I'm looking forward to the awesome content on mind makers and yes. now I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast as a listener <laughs> I know. so expect my criticism as Yes. well on that uh, but with that uh, please remember to follow us on twitter like us on facebook uh, do read our articles we had a fantastic rebuttal to jairam ramesh on uh, uh, the cop21 and his utterances to new york times uh, sadly we didn't have enough time to cover uh, that the eco enviro cabal talking yeah. about cabals that's another one mm -hmm. and, um, and and the author actually makes this wonderful thing because they have the masquerade of science and stuff i mean yeah. i don't want to reveal it i was in split reading that, that piece, piece. Yeah. so um, but we'll be back uh, or they'll be back next week with uh, more news and views uh, from the rest of the week uh, from till now it's a goodbye from uh, Adit bye